Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Ambridge on the Couch. I heard you click it off. <laughs> click. <laughs> click. <laughs> So I was going to talk about professionalism, <laughs> but being as you've just flashed your neighbour with your bare ass, <gasps> I am not taking any criticism from you about professionalism, thanking you. I didn't do it on air. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was unfortunate. <laughs> but, but, but at least I didn't click loudly. No, at least you didn't do that. I'm sure she'd have preferred that you'd click loudly than shown her your bum. She was you. sitting there waiting to see it. Was That's she? Yeah, she must have been. Clapping her little hands with glee, thinking, oh, I do hope Harriet comes and shows me her bum soon. Does me her, her running stretches. <laughs> oh, I'm all flustered now. I, mean, I, was, I was so composed. Yeah, well, it's actually no, right for no. about my clicking. <laughs> It just made me laugh. It's like Acorn Antiques. Yeah. It was like, got such a cool, jazzy <laughs> theme tune. Ba-da, 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 ba-da. Click. <laughs> Welcome to Ambridge <sighs> on the Couch, an <clears throat> in-depth look at the arches with me, Harriet Carmichael, Jeff Thomas, Lucy V. Freeman and Matt Rodriguez-Payne. Now, before we make a start on your emails, let's have a recap on what happened this week in... Ambridge. We began the week with Oliver and some cheeses at the food fair. <laughs> Sterling Gold versus Cromwell Cream. Seconds out for round one. Ding, ding. Oliver was in one of his organising moods. Firstly, he offered Ian a job as a food buyer at Gay Grables without even <laughs> mentioning it to Ardil. Then asked Helen to be a judge without checking with the organisers of the food fair either. He's like a crazed six-year-old on a play date sometimes. Would you like to take our dog home with you? You can come on holiday with us if you like. Helen was then required to judge Cromwell's cream and wrote tastes like poo all over the sheet which Ian justifiably pointed out could have been seen as dissing the opposition so Helen now sounding faintly unhinged wrote tastes like poo all over Ian as well Ian then went whinging to Tom they both got caught gossiping with the end result that she stropped off once again shouting my best friend thinks I'm a cheat oh thanks a lot said Krusty that couldn't have gone any worse said Tom it bloody could just ask Rob punctured lung Titchener the fate sounded like a total disaster, with an upside-down stall plan and Eddie swaggering about in a codpiece like that bloke from Cameo. It all boringly seemed to go very well and culminated in Linda apparently snogging Eddie, which is a turn-up. The pièce de résistance was a load of... Sorry, Linda. The pièce de résistance was a load of ferrets trundling round on a big wheel. No one seemed to be watching, even though they were all dressed up, sporty ferret, posh ferret, etc. And also absent ferret who turned out to have become trapped in Eddie's codpiece and faced with the option of gnawing his way out, decided to opt for the sweet, sweet kiss of death. Poor Marvin. The smell was so strong, he thought he was being held captive in the Bridge Farm dairy. Never mind if you have been affected by issues, etc., etc. Marvin's going to need months of intensive analysis. 
Bit of Ambridge economics. How on earth is Ian making enough money on what is essentially a burger van to be able to pay someone else to take his silly van around while he buggers off on holiday? His partner, husband, sorry, makes minimum wage planting lettuces in flower beds. In fact, he's now making so much money, Ian's going to buy a restaurant. Of course he is. Not only because catering staff are all over the shop at the moment, chefs and waiters constantly begging for work. What nonsense, however. Glad to see that even when he's only sticking mud back on carrots so Bridge Farm can charge extra for them, Adam still hasn't got time to go on holiday. It was morning week for Weaver. Flags are at half-mast. Radio 3 played its gloomy music all day and all the BBC newsreaders were in black tie. Did you notice? We do this sort of thing so well in Britain. Very moving. Anyway, Georgie took advantage of the opportunity to let Stella know that Ed had form for dog death. <laughs> Emma is still in denial about Georgie's general sociopathy and described him as not a bad lad deep down, like the molten core of the earth deep down. Joy was having a wonderful week. Hedgehogging about the village, panicking Linda about the fate and becoming obsessed with one of her missing animal missions. She wanted Georgie to put her ferret video in one of his channels, but why allwomenarejezebels.com would be interested in a missing ferret, I have no idea. <laughs> I was poised with my finger over the off button, braced for Joy to begin asking Linda's llama if it had seen the ferret, but thankfully Marvin escaped his sweaty tomb yes. before she could really get going. I'm beginning to think Joy is nicking these pets. She is so enthusiastic about finding the bloody things. <laughs> And we were right. They were snoggage. Why two grown women would want to go camping together with three bottles of wine and some fairy lights without planning a lesbian get-together, I have no idea. <laughs> I also have no idea how they can both drink that much every other night and still turn up to work in the morning. They had a quick snog, closely watched by an owl that was apparently perched on the end of a sleeping bag, and then wallop, all over, nothing to see here, Pip was fine, Stella was fine, Pip said she didn't usually try and snog her friends and they were upset, and Stella said, no, it's fine. At no point did anyone say, hang on, I just kissed a woman, when up until now all signs have indicated straight on. It was all very, ooh, hope I didn't embarrass you, etc. Now, Mia's generation, yes, they are all snogging everyone all over the place and nobody bats an eyelid, but Pip's... In a rural community in the Midlands, scriptwriters, this would involve something slightly more epiphanic on Pip's side. Or epic fanny, maybe. The end. It <laughs> was quite loud, wasn't it? That it was. Owl. That owl, you're totally right. It was owl def- Why the didn't they say. <laughs> oh, there's an owl. Never mind quite the owl. Yes. Let me get that bit of marshmallow off your lips. Baby, pucker up. I, I thought I was being a bit. Um, old-fashioned thinking that because i thought i did we don't well we don't know that pip's always been straight but i did think for someone like pip might it mm-hmm. be less sort of i yep. kissed my best friend yep. and more i kissed a woman yes and I, I exactly i like her a lot but then but then maybe we maybe because we didn't really hear about Pip much in her well we did in her twin she was always going out with blokes yes she? she was she was going out with young farmers blokes she wasn't going but out I... with gender fluid men from the you know art yeah. college it, 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 she's as far as as as, I don't, as we know it would be i think I to be but to be I... faithful to the character yeah it would be more of a oh crikey i wasn't expecting that i took myself yes. by surprise sort of thing yeah yeah, but then I thought, oh, well, just maybe that maybe I'm just really old fashioned. No, it's the BBC trying to make you feel old fashioned. Yeah, 
yes, you I know, felt like because, a right old yeah, granny. because everybody, you know, it's like, oh no, it's fine. Why shouldn't she? Why shouldn't she? No, it's not a big deal. Not a big deal. But it is. It might not be a big deal if you're 17, but it is if I mean, you it, are 13 and you've got a child and all your relationships have been men and blah, 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 blah. Uh, it I, is. I mean, it is also a big deal because Stella is a good friend of hers. But then, on the other hand, they haven't been friends for 20 years. They're still quite new friends. So I don't think that is a big deal because no. they've, you know, they're actually quite new friends. Mm. So, but then maybe next week we'll have more of the sort of... because. I guess if you're a straight woman and kiss a girl and I guess if yes I think if you're in your 20s you're right or when you're at uni it's it doesn't matter does it it's sort of just like whatevs because I'm not in I'm fact, not really I'm not sure you're allowed in the student union unless you've had well, a, a, you know, exactly yeah. it's it's uncle not to have kissed yeah everyone and everything but <laughs> <laughs> on a near constant basis yes. but if you're in a village mm. then of course it might mean something more than just a kiss because Ooh. there aren't that many I guess it's like kissing someone in the office isn't it you're going to see that yeah. person every day and so it's going to linger you got to let it linger it's not just that though it is if if okay maybe mm. pip has known that she has been interested in women for a much yeah. longer time than we are aware of yeah yeah but then why not let us know that she has been interested in women? Well, you know, I hope that I hope that they don't just play it as um, this is I hope they don't just play it as this is totally normal yes. for me to kiss a girl. Yes. But it's a problem because she's my friend. I hope they do sort of go. I hope yeah. they do play it as people being surprised because yes. in the village, I think people well, would can you be imagine surprised. David. Can you imagine Hootie yeah, reacting think, to this? I think you know they 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 wouldn't disapprove, but I think they'd be surprised yes. because Pip they yeah. just assumed she was straight. Yeah, you can imagine Ed Grundy saying, well, "She's got a kid, hasn't she? She's got you know she's got yeah. she was going yeah. out with Toby." I mean, and, and of course, it happens a lot, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, I you know I know people's mums and dads that have have been straight, and then when they're older they're not straight you know yeah. so of course it happens but it's a surprise quite a lot of the yes time, and, it? and it's and it is a little bit of a surprise to the person in less of a surprise to them than it is to everyone else because obviously they know what's but it is a surprise to them as well and it does it require be. a little bit of a gear change not yeah. just oh no I was just worried that it would make things awkward for us in the office you know, yeah. it's not. It's more than that, and it's silly yeah. to pretend it isn't. Yeah, especially and maybe not in if you're working in a Soho advertising agency, but if you're working on a farm mm. in ru- the rural Midlands, it would be a big thing. Yeah, and I wonder if Ruth's going to get a bit jealous about it. Mm. But I thought actually, I really, really liked the those episodes though. Because you know, I find Pip annoying. And she's much bear- more bearable when she she's is. with Stella. Stella makes her mm. normal. She sighs less, doesn't yeah. she? Maybe that was been the problem all along. Maybe she's just been. Lo- Maybe she's just been lonely. And she's got more of a sense of humour. Yeah. yeah, Stella is so. I loved the fact that it was a, mostly a Stella week. Yeah. Because whenever Stella's speaking, you can totally relax. Yeah. Because you know... She's got it. Every, she's just... Every mm. delivery is perfect, mm. isn't it? Or yeah. funny, or natural. A Stella week is a Stella week. Is a Stella week. Yeah. And she makes Pip better. Yes. And I thought the... Um, I thought the, the, the sort of twinkly lights and the owl tweeting and stuff... Yeah. 
was quite sweet. I think it was the only way to play it, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Just make it. But you're right. How do they drink that much and then oh, go and drive a tractor the next day? I'm surprised it wasn't Stella that ran over her dog. <laughs> <laughs> and Ed. Again, I feel really like such a loser because oh, there's no way I could drink that much. I know. Mid-week. And it's like every other Night night. After night. <laughs> if, I, if I have a big night, that's me out for the week then. I've decided the next day I'm never ever drinking again and actually alcohol is just a waste of time and I don't know why I still do it. And, blah, 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 blah. and it takes me a good, you know, week or 10 days before yeah, I can even embark on anything see. else again. But the idea of every other night and then getting up at the crack of dawn and being in charge of heavy machinery, no way. I think as well, like, but I also was impressed with Stella being, I think Stella led the, look, this is totally fine. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. We just kissed and because yeah. we were drunk. It was so sweet. I just, oh my God, I'm so obsessed with Stella. I want to kiss her. But when she said, um, when uh, they were talk- laughing about... You've already explored she- your sapphic side by flashing your ass at your neighbour this I morning. Know. I don't think I know. I'm, should- I'm hoping for a knock on the door later. <laughs> she is a very attractive neighbour, I have to say. <laughs> but um, no, but when Stella, when Pip said, uh, they were laughing about her ghosting her Italian lover and then um, Pip, they were laughing about dead, how she couldn't text mm. old dead dog and stuff. Yeah. And then Stella just went, <laughs> it's yeah. Rosie. Yeah. And I just, just, I just think she's so believable, yeah, Lucy. she is. Everything she does is not fake. Yeah. She's an extraordinary actress, yeah, I think. she is. Yes. I really want her to be my girlfriend. Because <laughs> she's so cool, isn't she? She is, Cool, yeah. no nonsense. Yeah. You know, doesn't she's suffer fools. She's her own fools. woman, I think. She's her own woman. Mm. Um, but it's, uh, I hope she doesn't end up liking George. I'm, so sh- I'm sure she can see through him. She just yeah. needs tractor driving, doesn't she? Well, I just love the way she went. Didn't you get sacked from uh, the other place? Yeah. Person? yeah. <laughs> what happened there then? You don't do the same thing here because I'll rip your testicles off. <laughs> she makes well. everyone relax, yeah. doesn't she? Yeah. When she, when she, she doesn't play silly Ambridge games, does she? No. You can't imagine her in a conversation where she's going, no, but I just wanted to, no, but it's important that you, Oh. Yeah, and then you know, because yeah. she just goes, "Shut up!" I'm trying to yeah. tell you that so and so has happened. Yeah, you're a dog mass murderer. Yeah, yeah. well, that's yeah. fine. I know it. Yeah, yeah. She's she's great. Poor old Ed, though. I know. I felt sorry for Ed. Mm. I do like Ed, actually. Don't you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I've always, I always, I forget how much I like Ed. Yeah. And also, I'm so glad Emma's sort of in it every so often now. Yeah. Because you know, for ages we didn't hear her. Yes, she was having a baby, was, wasn't she? Oh, well, that was yes. right. You was right, Lizzy. Yeah, so good to have her back. And yeah. I do love Ed. Yeah. And George was nice when he was with Oliver. He was like a completely different person. But that's because he's he's worth it for him to be nice to Oliver because Oliver's but, got something he wants. But do you think he was fake? Do you? Th- but I wondered though. Is he faking? Is yes, he... George is a sociopath. He doesn't understand genuine human emotion at or all. Or could it be that that's the way he would like to be if he... I mean, he was awful to poor old Neil, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Felt so sorry for Neil. Mm. Um, so you don't think that is the, George's potential to no. be? No. I, mm. I thought that was remarkable of Neil to have that conversation with Oliver yes. and say yes. he was difficult to like. Yes. That's the thing, aren't there? There are children... I assume you can't love. Well, D- Neil's EQ is so high, I think, mm. that he's so good at reading people and it, it, he feels terrible that he can't do that with a member of his own family, but he recognises that there is something off with George. Yeah. And there always has been. 
Oh, and it was actually heartbreaking, wasn't it, when he said, you know, I've never told anyone, and and he feels so bad about it, yeah. doesn't he? But he just can't, can't love him. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I thought it was, it, apart from the fake nonsense, mm. yawn, mm. it was a really good week, I thought. Mm-hmm. Like in the, it, it all felt quite believable, and the conversations were yep. just... Yep quite interesting I felt it was it was like this week was like eavesdropping on your friends I yes think. and it was much less verbal trickery than yes the Neil, than the Nick Warburton week I think yes it was just it was just easier to uh, to listen to I really loved Fallon and Linda in the, sh- in yeah. the tea room actually yeah when she was... bought her a piece of her own oh, cake that's when so she sweet. went oh Linda I yeah. bought my own cake I wanted to have a little week yeah, yeah. it was so sweet yeah yes very nice. But it was very nicely played, wasn't mm. it? Except for the ferret storyline. <sighs> what was that for? They've got to give the Grundys a serious... I mean, I know George is a serious storyline, mm. but that's kind of more Emma and Ed's generation than Eddie and Clary. But they're just... They're like the mechanicals in, in um, the rude yeah. mechanicals, aren't they? In, in Midsummer Night's Dream. They're just sort of um, plonked plonked along to be hilarious and yokily you know well, I've got a ferret in my pocket and I never even yeah. noticed and you think oh come on they're rounded characters or they should be to come and do a little turn yeah and then, exactly and then get quick off let's do a tap dance line. let's do a tap dance before we yeah. go back to Robin and Helen Helen and- is losing the plot isn't she I loved Helen though I love it when her and Adam fall out because they're like this. We always say Adam, we, we both do it. And I always say Lillian when I mean Linda and the other way around. Yeah. Oh, God. When her and Ian have mm. a Barney, it's yeah. brilliant. Because they both throw their toys out the yeah. ground, don't they? Yeah. Um, I don't mind that either. When she was like, what are you bitching about? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> nothing, she, nothing. I really like Helen when she gets like that, yeah. actually. So it was me then? Was it me? It was me, wasn't it? Let me see your phone. What have you sent? What have you sent? Give it, give it to me here. And Tom just like goes like a little child, doesn't he? Cowering. It's not, it's not okay. I don't think it's okay for Ian to go to her brother and go, you know, Helen, Helen did a bad thing. You need to tell her off, Tom. But that's the thing. I think Ian and Helen have this very good close relationship because they're quite similar yeah, in some and ways. Yeah, it could be quite They're very sometimes. petty, aren't mm, they? And yeah. that's why they love having a good screaming match. Yeah. But yeah, he absolutely he shouldn't have told tales. Look, Oliver said she could be a judge. Obviously she was doing it to but just get over it. It's yeah. not the end of the world. Yeah. I mean she was just doing she did something pathetic, so Ian should make sure she's never a judge again or but you it know. was make, making me roar with laughter her going it, when I tasted the other cheeses, <laughs> I could taste, you know, their heritage, and I could taste the green rolling fields of, of Worcestershire, and I just couldn't. With this, I, you think it's I, cheese? I, Get over I, yourself, you I idiot! Taste the contaminated am. Yeah. Mm, all that sewage, all the chicken boo that's been running into the water. Oh yeah. I just couldn't taste anything with coldy pops. It just tasted Cold like wool. cheese. Coldy mm, cheese. Like What's it. it called again? Cold. Cromwell's cheese Col- or something. Cromwell's, Cro- <laughs> Cromwell's cream. It's probably Cromwell delicious. Cream. Cromwell's jizz. It's probably <laughs> regal and delicious and musty. I bet, I bet it's nicer than whatever Clary and Susan have had their fingers I in. I want to wring Helen's neck because <laughs> if your cheese isn't up to scratch. Yeah. It, it might not win. Yeah. But don't go trying yeah. to get... Don't do all this sort of 
fake marketing. Or, yeah, yeah. It's just get over yourself. Yeah. This yeah. is this is an open. And also, market. the reason it didn't win. Well, one of the the very significant factors in the fact you that you haven't to got the yeah that you haven't the got thing. the 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 contract is because you didn't pitch. You silly moo. You know. You silly moo. And it's she's they're it's so not... complacent, Bridge Farm. I know. It's if someone comes easy. along and, and they're competitive, they're like, "What?" But you can't because we do but they're that. They're no good. Yeah. We're mm. the best at everything. Yes. We are superior. Yes. Nobody else makes cheese like us. Yes. And we've got twins. Mm. <laughs> yes, you haven't, have you? No. <laughs> Look how fertile we are. Yes. <laughs> I had a baby without a man. That's how fertile I am. <laughs> <laughs> and our cheese smells like the grass at the well, the Montbelliards of Chateau. <laughs> <laughs> they are just awful, aren't they? Actually, my 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 friend's dad used to um, unwrap camembert, put it somewhere nice and warm, Ooh. and then stick his head in it and go, "Oh, baby snappies." Oh, he, he said that's a sign of a good. Of a good oh. camembert when oh it smells like newborn baby's God. nappies. Because it's just like processed milk. It's just... It is disgusting. Kind of ferment. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. In fact, but yesterday we, we drove down to Bogner to pick up my daughter from this sailing thing. And then we drove... And I made cheese straws in the morning for the day, but I'd accidentally left them in the car. Right. And then, Ooh, and then sweaty after, hours later, they were in a Tupperware, and hours later on the way back, I opened the lid. And when mm. anyone wanted... And the smell was... <laughs> absolutely disgusting because <laughs> it was some sweaty pastry yeah, yeah. and sweaty cheese sweaty and cheese. it was mm. oh they tasted delicious but i mean the smell yeah, was disgusting yeah. you need to let it dissipate a little bit before yeah. you can put it anywhere in your mouth yeah my i oh. used to love uh like 70s picnics which because you're very very young you won't remember this <laughs> very, very, very but uh, nobody really had proper refrigeration things so there's like a cooler <laughs> box that wasn't that cool and oh, yeah. people would uh, pack Bananas and hard-boiled eggs. In, oh, in the same. In, yeah, for, as as a as a suitable picnic food. All you needed really was a tuna baguette, and then and then oh. the whole trip was just. Also, you'd can be you so imagine? Up. Because the banana tastes of hard-boiled egg, and the hard-boiled egg tastes of oh, banana. God. In fact, everything tastes of banana because if you put a banana <laughs> near anything, it smells of banana for the rest of its natural life. And don't eggs absorb? Yep. Every yep. flavour, don't yep. they? Oh. Although, weirdly, Lucy, I was thinking about my um, granny's picnics the other day. I don't know what, I just had a real flashback to the hard-boiled eggs because I, you never ta- I never take hard-boiled eggs on a picnic, but, but she always did. And I was trying to remember if they were served in their shell or if she de-shelled them and put silver foil around them. My but grandma those- used to de-shell them and wrap them in kitchen towel. And then yes. you'd, and it would go a bit damp, and then and, you'd and pull gray. the kitchen towel off, and then the, the egg would be covered in little sprinkles of oh. damp oh, kitchen paper. towel. Yeah. Oh, gross! Yeah. But also, Granny's eggs, whenever you cut them, they'd always have you know that yolk that has grey round it. Yeah, it's that's yellow, because it, you don't yeah. cool them down fast enough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but they were just really nice. But yeah. I don't, I the thought of eating a dry. <laughs> <laughs> Overcooked hard boiled egg now fills me with horror. <laughs> I couldn't do it. <laughs> what did we wash it down with? It's like all those loonies that do the keto diet and the paleo diet and whatever. I used to share an office with a woman who'd say, 
I'm just nipping, I've just got to have a, because she was like permanently on the verge of fainting because she ate no carbs and she <laughs> just was under the impression that she was eating like a cavewoman and you think, oh, you really silly moo. And, um, and she'd, she'd eat like three hard boiled eggs in quick succession no. in between meetings. Oh. And you could see her struggling to swallow these buggers oh, down God. and you just think, oh, you like, don't torture yourself. This is terrible. Oh. What are you doing? Even pretzel. But that is not normal. No, it's not normal. But even pretzel, um, little, I say bad for the environment as well, but there's like a plastic container and it's just got a hard boiled egg in it and about three leaves of spinach. Yeah. yeah. But there's no dressing on it or anything. No. So not only do you have to eat the hard, <laughs> dry egg, you've then yeah. got to try and munch through some yeah. spinach leaves yeah. that are, haven't even wilted. I know. Oh, it's just madness. It's, it's a form of self-torture, these <laughs> these diets. They really are. You think, do you know what? You're only here once. Just have a bit of bread and, oh, God. Why do you hate yourself so much? <laughs> I think that's probably Helen, isn't it? I mean, no, that's well, awful mm. because she did, well, she has a history of, it's interesting, actually, she? on Twitter, every time she said this, she says, are you stopping for soup, Helen? She says, oh, no, 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 I've already eaten. And everyone oh. goes, oh, avoiding food, avoiding food. So the people on Twitter that are aware of eating disorder issues kind of mm. keep an eye on Helen. It's really right. interesting and quite kind of Oh, yeah, and nurturing. there was that time they went to, um, do you remember when they went to that pub that Ian yeah, organised. She wouldn't, she, wouldn't, yeah. she wouldn't eat the touch yeah. of food or she had, well, obviously it was because of Rob, but it could have been because she didn't want to eat the pizza. Well, we don't know if she did eat the pizza when she even got to Ian's, did she? Oh. Did you notice the QR code reference? Yes. In the, yes. Did you think that was something? George said to Linda... That he's going to link it to something Yeah, he else. said, oh, here's mm. the QR code for yeah. your downloads. Yeah. And there was something about the way he said it that made me think... Mm. There's something dodgy going mm. on here. Mm. So was I right to pick up on that? I don't. I really don't know. But I did too, and I was thinking I wouldn't trust a QR. I'd if Georgie had done I the QR trust code. I QR code. I'd, I'd check it to make sure it linked to the right. Yeah. Thing. Well, I couldn't really understand. I didn't really understand because then Linda was going, "Well, I've had 500 downloads." Mm. And I was thinking, oh, has she had 500 downloads of her brochure, or is it 500 downloads of something that George has posted, mm. but she doesn't realise? Anyway, it did. Georgie's come back. quite canny at not yeah. pissing off people. Yeah. Who have got in <clears throat> money or influence? Yeah. True. So I don't think he'd piss off Linda, or well, he did piss off Oliver, but he was in his. No, cups but you know what's because because it made me think. Oh, that sounds a bit weird. And then I looked at the description of the episode, and the, even in the episode, they they said something like George passes Linda the QR code. Oh. And I thought, why would they say that? Because yeah. that. That's not something that's important. Uh, so I wonder if it'll come back mm. to haunt. You are the Miss Marple of Ambridge. I know, Lucy. I was so impressed with myself <laughs> when I saw it in the description. I was like, oh my God, I think I'm onto something. It's a thing. It's a thing. Because I, I should do a I, crime I, podcast about it. <laughs> oh, I totally should. There have been plenty done on more tenuous links than that, I tell you. <laughs> I'm really annoyed with myself because I've... I, I've taken the, my, the stupid Twitter X app off my phone because mm. I'm so angry with the X. Mm. But I'm just desperate to see what everyone's been writing <laughs> on Twitter. Now I can't. I mean, I could, obviously. I could go on a website. Well, I try and not look because I worry that I'm going to nick people's jokes or be accused of nicking people's jokes for the monologue <laughs> so i'm so paranoid oh god, about oh it i'm like oh, oh no, I, didn't, I didn't i didn't yeah but you'd never be able to prove that you haven't no anyway. i know but it's still awful oh, if you're god. if you're if you write jokes it's oh, it's god. it's a real it would, worry that is 
You'd be like Ed Sheeran getting sued for nicking someone else's song, yeah. wouldn't you? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> As I said on my Twitter feed that Lucy carefully reproduced in her monologue. <laughs> oh my God. Mm. Please please do write in if, if Lucy has unconsciously yes. Yes. stolen an idea. And if idea. you're lucky, Harriet will show you her bottom. <laughs> um, right, you need to go soon and we have a yeah. billion, 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 yeah. trillion good. emails. Good. Good. Uh, this is from Ellen who says, I enjoyed the little veterinary interlude this week. They pop up in Ambridge every now and again with varying success. Ellen is a vet. She said, admittedly, I do very little clinical work these days, but clinically, Alistair's approach seemed 20 years out of date. Oh, there's a surprise. If he was concerned (laughs) about internal bleeding, he could have investigated that with ultrasound or x-ray straight off rather than waiting overnight. And it's pretty unlikely Weaver would have been too weak for the anaesthetic if surgery was an option. That being said, I like the discussion between Alistair and Paul and agree wholeheartedly that showing emotion when putting an animal to sleep, especially one you know well, is usually appreciated by the owner. Of course there will be people who would rather have more distance, but if you know an animal and their owner well, you usually know the difference. Very sad for Stella, but glad to see the human side of the vets and to be let into Stella's grief, which I'm sure many listeners can relate to, even if it is all a ploy to get her crying on Pip or Ruth's shoulder. (laughs) Um, Yes, I, I think that was a big... Uh, it's a very, um, it's a very, it's an incredibly intimate, I've had to have two animals put down and it's an incredibly intimate thing to go through with the vet. Yeah, I bet. Because they are seeing you at, at the moment of somebody, of something dying, you know, mm. um, and, uh, yeah, it's. Yeah, and I suppose you don't want to feel awkward about crying or. No, no. Because if you have a stern vet or one yes. who doesn't seem to show emotion then well at my at my vets bit... they put up as i mean i hate the phrase rainbow bridge but anyway there we go um <laughs> what does that mean it means an animal's dying it's oh, gone sorry. over oh, the ra- i didn't mean to laugh so loudly what's <laughs> over <laughs> <laughs> um uh, it's it, it it means that they're 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 passing over the rainbow passing. bridge and um uh they put up a, uh, they put up a sign in my vets saying please be respectful an animal is Oh, passing over I the rainbow see. bridge because you don't yeah. want somebody roaring with laughter in the waiting room while you're six feet away oh my god with your animal having yes. a final injection sort of thing it's the equivalent of an on-air yes light yes exactly so wow. everyone everyone is very uh respectful and talks in low voices yeah. and then yeah. when the person comes oh. out they usually just belt out with a hanky held to their eyes and oh. everyone averts their eyes and they go steaming oh. out oh lucy oh yeah God, i know it is really it yeah. is really really sad and but alistair i think did it nicely and and um yeah ellen ellen's right you you kind of gauge it some people want to be quite stiff up yes. and lippy and just go yeah. you know because i remember yeah. the vet saying to me do you want to be left on your own with him or do you want me to be here and Oh, right. oh, I'm going to cry again. <laughs> he didn't hand you the needle, though. No! Do you want to be left on your own? <laughs> yes. Here you go. <laughs> I put a little marker pen. Oh, sorry. That's very unfunny. I had to um, I had to go with my friend when she had her Labrador put down. And her lab- all Labradors have no off switch about food. Oh, but, oh even when they're in there. But, he, uh, but she was, hours. I've never known anything. She would tow Susan across main roads to get to <laughs> somebody's Pret-a-Manger wrapper or something. And um, uh, when the moment came, the vet said, okay, I'm just going to, you know, so sit with her and stroke her now and everything. So we did, and we were talking to her and everything. And he said, 
I'm just going to give her a, we'll just give her a biscuit to keep her, keep her happy. So the, as it went on, he said, right, oh, doesn't seem to have taken, right, I'll just give her a little bit more. And then we saw, he said, right, okay, basically I've now given her enough to finish off a horse. And the Susan said, I think it's because you keep giving her the biscuits, you're giving her something to live for, she said. Oh, oh no. <laughs> she was like, I will, I will go in a minute, but I'm just These seeing... These biscuits are bloody yeah, delicious. There's a whole pack over there, and I'm not sure what's happening to them. So, you know, I'm going oh, to stick around. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it was very, very sweet. And it was very her. It was a very her way yes. of going. Yes. Oh, that's really nice. Um, Michael Alcorn says uh, to you... People Who Knew Me was a great recommendation. Thank you. Oh, good. Mm. Thank you for listening. Not that there's anything to do with me. He also says that he listens to us in his garage every Sunday morning. I don't know whether he's sent out there and someone locks the door behind him. I'm not sure. But he said, um, it's now a highlight of the week and your show has spiced up my 30-year history of listening to The Archers. Isn't that nice? That's great. I'm so glad we've spiced it up. Yes. That's brilliant. (laughs) Um... David Wright has suggested some uh, some new branding for... Um, yeah, I think we need it. Oh, for us? No, not for us. For oh. Bridge Farm Cheese. Oh. Uh, he's <laughs> done... Uh, bum, bum, bum. Uh, Bodge Farm press release. Yes. Sterling Gold <laughs> to be re- repackaged for the Grey Gables menu as Gables Gobbler, compared favourably to Castello Tickler in a blind tasting. Also <laughs> for Gay Grable, we are producing a new halal version of Borsetshire Blue named Mouldy Mufti, inspired by Stinking Bishop. Uh, his next one is... Uh, Those are good cheese names. You know, we were trying to... Go, yeah. We couldn't think of any cheese names, could we? <laughs> Stinking uh, Bishop is the obvious one. Fresh from our triumph at the Borsetshire Food and Farming Awards, we rushed the first release of Gay Grable's Gobbler over to the Ambridge Village Fate. It was served in novelty cod pieces as the perfect <laughs> accompaniment to a pulled ferret bap and quickly sold out. And uh, P.S. he says, Harriet should get out more and discover the wonderful world of speciality cheeses. However, if all her time is currently taken up trying to provide impromptu holiday entertainment for stir-crazy children, she can peruse the Snowdonia Cheese Company website and Ooh. order a home delivery of their Black Bomber, simply the best cheddar in I the world. I know that one. I know closely it. Closely followed by their pickle power. I know the Black Bomber because yeah. it's in that, um, that waxy yes, black the black. Case, yeah, yeah, yeah. It? Yeah, it's really And there's a chilli really one tasty. as well, a red one. And yes, mm, no, they're amazing. I don't know if I could do that. But I do really like, if it's mm. on special offer ever, I'm so mm. I don't put it in the basket. Well, I shall send you some when I'm there. Oh, yes, you're going to oh, be there. Sorry, yeah. Oh, we could do like a cheese day out, couldn't we? A cheesy day out <laughs> for me and Lucy because we're not cheesy enough. <laughs> that would be really fun. Oh, dear. Um, okay, Steve Barry said, uh, please, 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 can Titchy Knob commit suicide by cop having taken out the whole of Bridge Farm with a flamethrower and rid us of the whole lot of them? Johnny, the only one of them who is aware there are other people in the world who matter, is safely out of the way on a boat somewhere and the loss of the rest of them would be no great sadness to the county. The presumption of Sausage Boy grows more irritating all the time and Helen is probably worse. Yeah. Secondly, poor Weaver. There are loads of characters who could have been run over and this would have <laughs> saved salaries for the producers. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tom and, Tom and Helen are almost turning into villains. Yes, they? yep. Uh, Joanne says, I think that with Weaver gone, we'll end up with Hannah moving in as Stella's roommate. The first thing Stella said when she got home from the vets was how empty the house felt. 
Oh. And I love the idea of George getting more fixated on getting back at Hannah only to find that he's got to deal with a Hannah-Stella combo. They'd wipe the floor with him if he turned up there trying oh. to be nasty or plotting to do something. I know, I really hope that it's not just a case of Hannah's gone now, you know? Because Hannah was, was, wasn't in the Archers for ages. No, probably no, yeah. Two or yeah. three years. Yeah. Yeah. So I just hope it's not that, oh, Hannah's out the way now, we're not going to hear from her for a while. Yeah. It's got, to, it's got to come to something with her and George. Um, Helen says the same thing as me. Hoorah for me. And that you agreed in the monologue. Oh, yeah. Just finished listening to Monday's episode and Adam and Ian's financial situation is just becoming ridiculous. How on earth can Ian afford to pay two wages from the pizza van and have the summer off? Yes. Surely the pizza van's busiest time is the summer. Oh, then yeah. presumably he has the entirety of winter to spend some quality time with Xander <laughs> when no one actually wants a pizza van. And then how about the two of them merrily dropping Xander at nursery to have a morning off? I myself am in the trenches of nursery fees. And let me tell you, if you're paying for them to be at nursery, you are working because that is a mighty expensive day off. Now that I've typed it all out, I realise it's crazy to care so much about the budget of a fictional character, but it does rub me up the wrong way as the plot lines of the Horribins and the Grundys seem to be the one note. How are we going to pay our rent? And the likes of Adam and Ian are opening a pizza restaurant yeah. with their ever overflowing coffers. I know. Thanks, Helen. Yes, Helen. When it, was, when it, but yeah. yeah. It re- I think it must have rung with everybody. When Ian yeah. said, oh, I've got, oh, I've got, oh, I can't, re- I'm over festival, so I've yeah. got someone else to do. I need a bit of, I want to yeah. have a bit of holiday. You were like, mm. this is absolutely crazy. I mean, I don't know how much a pizza van makes over a summer, and it must be a lot, but surely, yes, that's exactly right. That's your income for the year. And also, if you take your child out of nursery, then you lose the place. But isn't Xander going to... Isn't he at school now? Or he's going to school? Or, I don't know. I feel like he's quite old now. What, 16, 17? Yeah. <laughs> Driving. About, about. He's still at nursery. They just left him on the swing. They haven't seen him for ages. That's the thing. They, they never spend time with him. No. They just go and dump him in a yeah. playground yeah. while they walk off and do... Something well, I think that's why Adam's been hit by Jenny's death more than anyone else because he can't just go, I've left Xander with mum while <laughs> yeah. he's sodded off to go and do something more interesting. Yeah, it is mad. I do, I feel like, yes, they, they well, of course they're allowed to be completely unrealistic. But when you've got Fallon worrying about how, it's funny though, because Fallon was like, oh, I just don't know how it's going to, um, you know, what we're going to do. We're in such trouble. And then she was like, there's such a rush on. I can't yeah. cope with so many people here. It's like, okay. And then it confused me because... And then the background, the backing, it was loads of people talking. It sounded yes. like they were... At, it's, that's the sound effect they should have used at the festival where there was apparently <laughs> nobody there at all. Yes. But it's weird with Fallon as well because she said, obviously the, co- the cost of coffee is going to um, be detrimental for people who are in cars at the charging yeah. station. But they're in cars and they're not necessarily going to get out of their cars. Whereas then she was like, yeah, but we depend so much on footfall. But I was thinking, but if you're on foot, you're not charging your electric car. So I, go, I can't get understand it because they're not in a town. No. If it's footfall, surely it's just the villagers. Well, because I think they use the term the footfall wrongly there. Did, did they not literally mean foot, on no, foot? Footfall isn't a thing for... Footfall is is just the amount of people that come past your your place. It, so, it, and the way they the way she phrased it was really peculiar. And I thought, I do not think this means what you think this means. <laughs> basically, well, I just don't really understand. I don't really understand how she's making a thriving business out mm. of it anyway. Because yeah, 
unless there's a lot of tourists. But then if I was Linda, I would have said, let, let's do a collab. And, and everyone yeah. who comes to stay in Ambridge yeah. Hall yeah. can pay 50 quid extra for a yeah. lavish cup of tea or, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, they have a cup, or Fallon does afternoon teas for, mm-hmm. for the B&B. Or, it's like, this, this is, I don't know that the charging station Costa is going to take away a lot of your business because it's completely different. Yes. It is. She's an occasion thing, isn't she? Yeah. Surely not much of your revenue can be takeaway coffee. And you, and you grab a takeaway coffee because you're really knackered and you want to stay yes. awake on the road or whatever. It's not yeah. something that you treat yourself to. You don't walk all the way up to Bridge Farm just to get your takeaway coffee, presumably. No, you walk you up there to take it. Yeah, because everybody in there says, oh, I just got to get out of the house and I thought I would sit here and have a nice piece of your cake and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and you do that if you would anyway. Yeah. It doesn't. It's it's fine, Lucy. It's fine. No, but it's, it's fiction. I think the I think the economics this week. Oh, had it was re- all over. Yes, the it place. was. It was absolutely all over the shop. And you know, fine because we're yes. all struggling with economics anyway. And God knows we don't need any more of it. But you know, God knows it's not like me and you can do math. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's when it when you think. Hey? And it jars. That's when yes, it's ridiculous. Yes, exactly. It was most. I didn't really mind the Fallon stuff. I was just being pernickety. It was much more the Ian the, but, going. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have a massive holiday. Yeah. And take all this time. Oh, and off also, work. when you're really, really scared of 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 your business going under, you don't borrow money to go on holiday. That was no. a weird thing for. For, what for Linda to offer? Yeah, I thought she was going to say I'll invest in the tea room or something I, like that, I and assume, then say, would you like to have some to go on holiday? And I thought, but what? I assume she actually meant a loan to help you diversify, because I thought that as well. I thought, ah, oh, she offering to pay for their holiday, but I think she must have been saying, I'll offer you a loan, right, okay. to help you diversify, right? To I do hope bespoke she was. cakes. That was nuts. Um, nuts. So, do you think she'll be doing rainbow cakes now for? Yeah, I mean, but that's what well done does, for finding it? your sexuality. <laughs> Happy sexuality day. She could well do those um, cake delivery things, yes. bespoke cakes, because they're very useful, aren't they? Mm. I like yeah. the I like the ones where people have said things like, "Can you make the name really big?" and their cake maker has just put "really big" on the cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there are many of them. What to make me laugh? Um, now, burping kombucha. Uh, oh, yeah. Rob Williams said, in my day, it was ginger beer that scared us to death by exploding <laughs> under the stairs. It, yes, I can remember that. And my, 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 my dad, I think, made some when he was small and exploded and nearly scared my grandma to death because she thought <laughs> someone had bombed the house. Like um, George's Marvellous Medicine. Yes, exactly. Um, oh, Sarah Denison says, for goodness sake, will someone take George to a GP and get him diagnosed with ADHD? As the mother oh. with a late 20s child with the condition, I can spot the signs. They even said he finds it difficult to concentrate, etc. when he was sacked from the pig farm. As Emma said, he means well, but he's still an utter shit. It's like no one in Ambridge has ever heard of psychology. Poor Henry. New listener, but loving it. Hello, Sarah, new listener. Hello. Um, I hadn't thought of the ADHD thing, but yes. But ADHD doesn't mean you're a shit. <laughs> no, Isn't he definitely just doesn't. A shit and might have ADHD. It's, yes, yes, yes. I think I think there's causation there. Um, um, can I just quickly, while we were talking about ginger beer, did we give Luscombe a shout out? Uh, For sending us those incredible drinks. Oh, do you know what? I made a Moscow mule with that hot ginger beer, and it was yeah. Amazing. No, I, that's what I was talking Ooh. about. The hot, the fiery ginger yeah. beer is 
out of this world. Yeah. Suddenly, made, I, I, it like we were sent them ages ago, mm. and I keep forgetting to say, but the ginger beer, I might, it's so nice. And have, did you try the rhubarb crush? I'd rather crush. have that than kombucha. Yeah, yeah, I love anything rhubarb. Ooh. Oh, yes. Oh, Delicious. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so thank you, Luscombe. But you know, you know the... Love a bit you know, of posh drink. Do you know cheap um, ginger beer? When it just, it's just sugar, isn't it? raises the back of your throat because it's got that kind of quite uh, abrasive, chemically mm. ginger taste. Oh, it's too sweet, yes. I find. Yeah. Uh, and you only ever drink it when you're hungover anyway. But um, but that, as a mixer, was absolutely lovely. Oh, what, what, so you put oh. the ginger beer in the mixer? No, no, no. I, I did the, yes, I, I, I made a Moscow mule with the, with the oh, hot ginger beer. Oh, mm. what, is it, what is in a Moscow mule? Then? Vodka and ginger. Oh, so is it just vodka and ginger beer? Yeah. Or oh. ginger ale or whatever, but I used the ginger beer and it was Oh, that'll get you all tickly. The thing is, though, I could have that ginger beer and it it's a bit like, it has sort of effect of alcohol because yeah. it tingles you. Well, a lot of the non-alcoholic drinks... We should we should um, recommend them to Pip and Stella. Yeah, yes, <laughs> the next yes. Time they go camping. If you dif- yes, if Here you don't girls, want to get breathalysed on the back of a ginger combine. beer. <laughs> <laughs> have you tried Luscombe's Rhubarb Crush? <laughs> Puts you in a great mood, but without the hangover. <laughs> but you won't run over any dogs. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, yes, because a lot of the non-alcoholic drinks, like Seedlip and stuff, they put they put quite fiery ingredients in because yes. it gives you that warming feeling without yes. the you know. So they'll put it, things like it, uh, like spices like cardamom and stuff in. Yeah. Of, yeah. Which basically is like having alcohol then, because it means. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Sorry to bang on. So yes, no. Thank you very much, Luscombe. That was Thank delicious. You. Luscious, luscious Luscombe. <laughs> love it. <laughs> love, 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 well, loving yes. it. Well loving done, it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you just read out the scripts, don't right? It is. <laughs> um this is from Jonathan Parsons. Yeah. Uh, who said some very, 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 very nice things, oh, but I, um, I won't read them out because it's, they are, they are I'll fulsome go red. and we'll go red. Um, <laughs> Anything fulsome is good though, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he oh. said, I, like Ardil, lost my wife in an untimely fashion when I was oh, under no. 50 and the tales of love and loss sometimes allow a much needed flow of grief and tears. Oh. Nick's death, for instance, absolutely floored me even before I experienced bereavement myself. And don't get me started on my ugly old friend. I'm the custodian of my late wife's two Italian greyhounds who are now very elderly at 14 years old. How I blubbed at Stella's tears. Oh, oh no. I I also think that was the most heartbreaking line. Mm. Yeah. My ugly old friend. There's something about Stella. She can... Yeah. She's so... She's so quick. There's no... but she's so believable yeah, yeah. that she can break your heart because it feels so real. You really love her, don't you? I love her, but I think I just love her acting. Okay. Mostly. I think you want to do kissing with her. Anyway. She's really pretty. Yes. Have you seen her new haircut? Yes. Sorry, I haven't been stalking her. Totally have. I just um, noticed, noted it. We're going to get letters again from the solicitors saying, can you please leave the arts cast alone? Sorry. Have you noticed that we haven't heard from... From from Jazza for a while. I know. I think we've what did I him say? off. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry Jazza. Ryan. Come back, please. Um, 
he says, I was shocked to hear that kombucha requires round-the-clock human ministration. Oh, yeah. Haven't the kombucha fermenters ever heard of a water-filled airlock valve, such as used by old-fashioned country winemakers atop their demijohns? I'm sure some of the ed- everyday country folk could point them in the right direction. One could save a fortune in babysitting fees. <laughs> yes, but we don't want to save a fortune because Harriet's children need money, We want Jonathan. jobs for British workers. Yes. Yeah. See, we and if will do, we will pay nicely, we will turn up, Stella. <laughs> I will burp your kombucha. <laughs> do you remember when Tom made kombucha? That was Wasn't kefir. Kimchi, kimchi. Kim- no, oh, it was kefir. kefir. Oh. Yeah. oh, they all start with kefir. Because poor, um, poor old Susan became, in the space of a fortnight, she became the world's expert on kefir and then <laughs> oh, disappeared yes. and we never heard. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, this is from Ed Price. First, one of the listeners was talking about the impact of childhood trauma that we aren't even aware of and how it might relate to Xander as a surrogate. When we've done our training and reading about adoption, there's so much that blows your mind about what influences a child, both what they see, hear and experience around them once they're born. But even when they're in the womb and associate loud noises with higher levels of cortisone, which then means they get stressed when they hear loud noises well into adulthood. I've been thinking lately whether there's been an adoption storyline in any soap lately. I can't remember one, and it's an interesting process, and the Archers could cover it as public service stuff and could provide so much dramatic material, both in the present and then in the future, as the adoptive child comes to terms with their history and identity. Uh, Has there been an adoption storyline in the Archers? Never. Must have been one. Uh, This is, yeah, oof. Ed said... We were getting excited about a boy and a girl we were being matched with and all seemed fab until just over a month ago when we experienced what has come to be known as the week of shit. On a Tuesday night, my father-in-law died after a fortnight in hospital. He was only in his late 60s. But we had spent the two weeks he was ill worrying how it would impact our adoption process. Then 36 later, we're hit with a double whammy of my 16-year-old nephew ending up in hospital and the news that the foster carers for the kids we were adopting had decided they wanted to adopt them and they take precedence. No. Yeah. But that can't be right. How can you have parents lined up mm. and then the foster parents can just say... I suppose because the child's accustomed to the foster parents and so oh, it's all about, no. you know... Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. I do know how awful and difficult the adoption process is from friends of mine that tried to adopt and mm. had to give up in the end and went through two different councils and mm. they are literally the perfect family they already had one child and they Mm. wanted to adopt a sibling but they it was just so hard in that you just can't even believe how petty it was and one of you know one of the reasons one time was her father had just died and they thought that the grief of that Mm. was going to upset the. i think that's what ed was worrying about as well but you sort of go Oh come on! I know it's the most di- it's obviously the most incredibly difficult process from every mm. um, point of interest, isn't it? But but sometimes surely it has to be a bit of common sense. I know well, my very... friends in Wales who live in this most idyllic place. She's a social worker. He's um, a journalist. They're very very caring, wonderful people. They'd already adopted one child. They applied to be foster carers. And they were told that they weren't applicable. They weren't. They weren't um, suitable because their house might have been haunted. No, it's a lie. Nope. No. Nope. Stop it's it. It's because the house had been on Britain's most haunted. No, Lucy, that cannot be true. No, nope, it's true. No. Yeah. 
But that is... They felt it might be traumatising for any foster children. No, I cannot believe that. Yep. Lucy, that is outrageous. Oh, my God. I just cannot believe that. (sighs) Well, neither could they. But there we are. Well, I'm I'm so sorry to hear that that that's been such a terrible few weeks. Yeah, I'm sorry. And, that you know, there's nothing we can say, is there? To... No. Although he said he, he said, uh, just like Harriet, I also had the Barbie influence last week and rewatched Pride and Prejudice. Don't think anyone's Mrs. Oh. Bennett has beaten Alison Steadman's. <laughs> I loved oh, it. Oh, good. Oh, at least a tiny slice of yes. happiness to come through. Yeah, Mrs. Bennett. I I would say she is absolutely perfect, brilliant. But slightly OTT. Mm. I mean, she's she is an OTT character, isn't she? Yeah. But yes. But no, she's hilarious in it. Um, this is uh, Robin. I find George so deeply disturbing, and the behaviour of those around him so irresponsible. I literally can't listen. At first, I started fast-forwarding through just the George bits, but then I accidentally saw on the Facebook Archers page that something bad in capital letters was going to happen to Weaver <laughs> that day. I would rather listen to Rob groom 100 Henrys than listen to a single episode in which an animal is tragically injured. So I skipped those two episodes. This taught me a dangerous lesson. I can skip whole Archer's episodes and the world will continue to turn. So now I go to the (laughs) Facebook Archer's page first and look to see if George is in that day's episode. And if he is, I skip it. Uh, No. Yes. That is um, a dangerous lesson. This is the thing soon. about George. I sense the violence. In every scene with him, I'm scared. Every time he's alone with a woman, I worry. Every time I contemplate where his storyline is heading, I fear it. Violent misogyny is a thing. School-age boys and young men who follow Admire Andrew Tate are a thing. And this is an important topic. However, if the writers go down the logical path of having Georgie actually attack a woman, I literally don't want to hear it. If they go down the path of not having that happen, I will feel they have not grappled with the true nature of the character they themselves developed. If there is some sort of redemptive arc for Georgie, I will throw my phone at the wall. (laughs) Yes, Robin, I think we're all in that. We don't want to hear. And it's the same as when I used to listen to Rob. I used to half listen. I used to have to be doing something. I couldn't yeah, immerse myself completely in it because it was too horrible and mm. too intimate and too close. He was too close into my head. But it is, it's the interesting thing with George because I want him to become good and I want him to be the boy he is when he's with Oliver. But obviously that wouldn't ring true, would it, to his character? Mm. And, and I don't want to hear him attack a woman. No. But then it can't all be happily ever after without something happening to pull the wool over everyone's eye. Mm. No, above everyone's eye. Remove no, the wool. Over. over? Yeah. Pull no, pull the wool over is when you are blinded, though. Right. By oh, uh, yes. Something okay. that will yes. do the opposite of pulling. Yes. yes. Removing? Taking cutting. the wool away cutting. from Unsheathing. Yes. Unsheathing the wool from the <laughs> viewer's oracles. <laughs> that is what I want. <laughs> this is from Thomas Raymond who says, I've been listening to the Archers for 15 years and as a man in my early 40s, nobody has ever understood. (laughs) So he loves our podcast, he says. Anyway, George is horrid, really horrid. But does anyone else remember when he was really into God? Emma was worried all those years ago when he was obsessed with Alan and church. What went wrong? (laughs) Oh my God. He said, I blame Emma. All that me, me, me would drive you to this, Tom. I do not remember that. I don't. That's really, really interesting. Yeah. So Alan should be getting his finger out and coming and having a yes. word. Yes, well, yes. Well, we haven't heard well, from maybe Alan not since his Easter. Yeah. Have we? 
Eusha. Oh no, that's Harrison. <laughs> of course, Harrison is Alan now, so we don't need Alan anymore. <laughs> just Harrison should have two a word. Northerners. Oh, a goddy Northerner. That'll do. That'll do. Fine. Tick. But but now Harrison has all this time on his hands. Mm. He can sort George out. He mm. can just be the local. He could. He'll become like Linda, I guess. Mm. Wow, that's so interesting. I did not know that. It's funny though, isn't it? That thing about um, having this pod, it, being able to talk about the arches and not be embarrassed. Because mm. last week I was with some friends, friends, <laughs> no, they are friends, but I was talking about this podcast and they don't listen to the arches and a lot of them were men and they're quite laddie. And I just, suddenly felt really embarrassed Lucy because I was I know it's so stupid isn't it I love the arches but I sort of thought and they were like I'll watch it like meh I just thought I don't do you know what I don't want to talk about this yeah. with you I don't have to defend dis- this no, to exactly. you yeah. you're disrespecting my tastes yeah or, you know just because yeah just because you listen to only listen to true crime podcasts yeah but you know they were taking the mickey gently but mm. it made me a bit um defensive uncomfortable and, uncomfortable. and yeah. defensive yeah. and you know, because it's quite a it's quite a niche, isn't yeah. it? The Archers, but it's not that much of a niche because there's millions of us who are big fans. Yes, but I felt really we should be out and proud. <laughs> I know. Yes, I felt I was defending yeah. myself, and I yeah. didn't like that at all. And then they're like, "We're going to listen." And I was like, "No, no, don't listen mm. because you won't understand it. Yeah. You you'll be like, oh, what's this?" Yeah, and I got a bit um Shirty. sad. I know. Sad and cross. Because it's not a cool. It's not. Is it cool to like the archers? I think liking. I think liking what you like and owning it and admitting it is cool. Whatever it is. Thanks, Lucy. Even if you're into making. I wish you'd been there with me. Chess pieces out of bloody pottery (laughs) or tinfoil or something. If you like it and it makes you happy, then it's cool. Yeah. All right? That's what I should have said. Yeah. Can you write it down for me next time? Yes. Okay. Write down the thing I have to say. Okay. You, you could, I'll just put, print it out and you could just hand them flyers. Well, <laughs> before you start, this is what I think. Um, Thanks. Daniel Millichip is a bit lost. He said, what oh, is no. the ferrets thing, please? Yes, what I is? do not understand. No. If I turned up somewhere and it was all ferrets, I would be so confused. <laughs> but ferrets we need Lillian ferrets back, wheel. But what oh, what was wheel. the fer- what is I, right okay so, ferris wheel is a big uh, wheel and yes, they dressed how, up all these poor little ferrets and yes, put them in cages twiddling round on a big right, wheel so, so watched how big by was the rest wheel? of the Grundy family and Linda and nobody else as far as I could tell <laughs> and then Linda was so drunk she yes. tongue daddy yes but what how big was how big was the wheel I, I don't, don't know. know I don't know that. was it tiny. And is not is it not cruel I was like thinking is this not animal cruelty dressing up ferrets and were, I mean, they probably enjoyed themselves, but it was all a bit odd. And obviously it was yeah. a good pun. Yeah. Ferret's wheel. Yeah. And that Eddie had good. made it himself. <laughs> was it that good also, that it became the thing? Have you ever been near a ferret? I, there's no way I'd go near a no. ferret. Well, they, they would bite they, me. They're a, bit, they're a bit nippy. Yeah. And they're very smelly sometimes. And I wouldn't fancy dressing oh. one up, really. Oh, how do they even get the clothes on I, them without biting them? I don't, I don't them? know. That's I thought they were forever running up, up people's legs. Trouser legs. Mm. Yes. It, they're like hairy snakes with little oh. faces. I imagine going to a fate with young children mm. and then this big wheel comes out with like scary looking creepy ferrets yeah. and creepy clothes. Mm. And then the potential for, to have them running all over yeah. you. and up. I would just be just disgusted. Oh, yeah. Yes. It'd be like having rats everywhere, Lucy. Yeah. 
I don't like it. Oh God, that was on that Banksy thing that you probably oh, didn't the listen rats. to, despite the fact that you were no, in it. I did. I did listen to it, Lucy. Okay. I've nearly finished it. <laughs> but they're having rats everywhere. Oh, it's disgusting. It's d- I, I can't even. I literally can't even think yeah. about rats because <laughs> it's the one. I think I'm quite a brave person. Because I love spiders and everything, but I cannot bear no. rodents. No, me. I, I'm all right with rodents. It's just rats. I have a thing about yeah, rats. Yeah, yeah. It's the mm. tail. The yeah. T- well, I don't. Yeah. Think, I just Woo! actually can't don't, think about I've it. I've made all the hairs on the back of my neck stand. Oh, do you remember in Australia when there was? Um, I think it was last year or the year before. There was, was it flooding? Oh yes, yes. And then all the rats, all mice. Have came you up. ever seen a rat king? As in, like in the Nutcracker? No. Don't a ever real? Google it. Oh, no. No, no. Not if there's a real... Is it a giant rat? No. Oh, what is it then? D- I, d- just... I sort of want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't do it now, otherwise you'll just I lose the power of weird. speech then it'll no, just be weird. me chatting on okay, to myself. Okay, I'm definitely not going to Google it because I think I might be sick. Yes, I think you would. But it's but, the most one of the most horrible things I've ever seen in my whole life. Is it? And Ty- I can't a type it. of rat? No. Okay, okay. But now I need to... Okay, I'm just going to Google it. I'll tell... Not not now. You... Now? Shall I Google it? Yeah, go on then. Rat King? Mm. Are you sure it won't be the picture? It's of all one word, rat? I think. Uh! Oh my God, Lucy. Yeah, I know, I told you. Oh, I, I actually can't even turn back to close that window. <laughs> well, that's going to be even, great. I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what it is, but I just saw an image. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, I'm, I'm having to like squinty my eyes so I can't see it. <sighs> What you. is that? It's when they hibernate and their tails actually sort oh. of blend together. Oh. Yeah. I can't believe you made me. How do you make made you? I say don't do it now because you will. I'm gonna have dreams. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, I should never have said it. Should I? Oh my god. <laughs> I'm gonna have to like. I'm gonna have to get unicorns and marshmallows. Yeah, just watch Barbie again. You'll be fine. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch Play Barbie your Barbie again. music. God, Bennett. Oh my God, I feel sick and lightheaded and gross. <laughs> right, should we go to? Yes, Sorry, Carrie Flanagan. You will now have to come as light relief to take away from Harriet having a panic attack. <laughs> It's fine, I'm going to watch the World Cup now. Okay. Watch the Lionesses. Yeah, I know we're going to speed up. Beat Colombia. Uh, Carrie Flanagan said, quick question about the Ian Helen thing. Does Ian know anything about Rob being back around? Does he have any idea why she's so completely strung oh, out? Yeah. Yes, he does. Yes, doesn't he? he does. Because yeah. Krusty yeah. T- talked about he it. Took, he took them to that pe- that pub. Yeah. Uh, Helen also, left. Helen's saying, just rip the plaster off. Fallon is going to go nuts. Well, that's yeah. it then. She's out of there, but I think we'll not go quietly. Helen's got a cheek saying to... Uh, to I'm so busy, Tom, so can oh, you just... Oh, she was uh, horrible talking about that Fallon stuff. And yeah. then she was like, well, it's only it's only us and the farm that matters. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. So you... Do, anyway, I'm very busy, anyway, so you, you, yeah. you just do that, Tom. Yeah. Yes. Horrible. Yes. Just to take a crash helmet with you in case there's some sort of cupcake goes flying <laughs> across the... Throw some butter icing at you. Yeah. Uh, Lisa Shepherd, she says... Hello, best Brad voice. Pip kissed Stella. Of course, she then yeeted her across the tent and almost into the fire, which incidentally I noticed Stella had no problem with and even bought giant marshmallows for, despite being the countryside and whatnot. She obviously just didn't fancy Kate. Oh, yeah. She was telling Kate not to have fires during a half. I know. Oh, my God. Uh, I apologise for using the word yeeted, but I'm trying to get down with the ute as I'm feeling particularly old this week. May have experienced my first time hot flush. Or it's probably just a very warm night. Yes, yes. Yes, of course it was, Lisa. And anyway, it's now so cold, in even the fact that it's August, that probably a hot flush would come as 
quite nice. Quite useful. Um, okay, right. This is Olivia. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Who says, hello, you lovely people. I have so much to say. I'm going to keep it brief. <laughs> every time I compose an email in my head to you and every week I don't get around to it, but this is the kick oh, I good. needed. Good, good. Poor Stella. Every lesbian just loves being leapt on by a straight woman who then runs for the hills. We have enough of our own internalised shame and homophobia to deal with without having to deal with other people's. I really hope this doesn't finish Stella for Ambridge. Our scriptwriters are doing genius work on the official list of lesbian stereotypes. North Face, tick. Expert campers, tick. <laughs> lesbians are expert at camping. It really is a thing. I'm a rubbish one. But all our friends go camping all the time and discuss equipment, mainly washing machine fire pits currently. If Pip does manage to calm down, then they may need to get a cat immediately in order to achieve a full hat-trick of lesbian cliches. Um, and she said, okay, uh, she said she's a TV game show adjudicator and there's no way that somebody with an entry in a competition shouldn't be judging it. What? Hang on. That's her real job? Yeah. TV game show adjudicator? Yeah, yeah. What? If you follow her on the Twitters... Then she, she often posts shots of herself leaping around at game, TV game show sets. Oh, my God. That's the most incredible thing. Am I going to have to download the app again? <laughs> oh, my God. I can't go back on Google because that image might come back up. I'm completely stuck. <laughs> this is awesome. Exciting. Mm. I didn't know that. Yes. Cool. Um, um, yes, I love all the lesbian cliches. <laughs> They're just hilarious. She also sent me a... Uh, um, an attachment a, uh, image of uh, I think it's I think it's fa- a Facebook chat about a ferret a loose black ferret in St Mary's Church in Shoreham um, and uh, everybody's getting involved and saying oh yes we've just seen it too are you sure it's not a mink and everything else so it's, it's, <laughs> a it's, mink it's, it's, it's well no they escape all the time mink. oh right yes. and then the um, lady of the manor comes out wearing an yeah. incredible Corella de Vil <laughs> coat oh this old mink <laughs> Uh, this is from James Everett, who says, Pip and Stella lying in a tent, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Well, at least until Pip rushes out all flustered. <laughs> Paella is well on its way. Well, it will be after Pip can admit she's up for some more marshmallowy kisses with Stella. I'm a bit worried for Xander, he says. He doesn't seem to be able to, capable of speaking a word or make any sound, but he's able to create a drawing which speaks a thousand words, conveying all of his emotions. <laughs> so what funny. a talented child or deeply traumatised. I feel for Eddie losing his ferret. 
although it, have, it although it may have been a bit over the top maybe the loss of the ferret was so emotional due to joe's love and connection to the ferrets yes eddie was very committed to his father and would feel terrible to let him down even now he's passed either that or he's a drama queen um yes it was slightly overdone yes Pat. it was um uh, Patricia Johnson, she of the swimming, this is the last one, uh, says uh, that she would, has invited us to come swimming yes, uh, to when? Bournemouth uh, with her and Jenny. Jenny is 75 and Patricia is 58. And while, of course, there are the pooklers, we swim proper lengths and chat while we shower and dress. In the says. sea? No, in the swimming pool. Oh, yes, in the swimming mm-hmm. pool, of course. Yes. Oh, can we go in the sea? Yeah. Uh, she said... Uh, um, she said that we'd, we'd spotted the signs of Pip and Stella coming so long that it well, almost felt like, yeah, and. Because, yeah, I was, think, I was yeah. thinking that because when they kissed, I thought, this is incredible that some people spotted it as basically, it was pretty much as soon as Stella was introduced into the show. Mm. Everybody yeah, said. Yeah, so who's it going to be then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she Amazing. said this week in Ambridge was like they picked up cuttings off the script room floor and got shadows of the actors to speak some old lines. She said it all sounded a bit recycled. That's harsh, Patricia. I thought it was quite good. Good morning, madam. Hello there. Oh, do you know, it's years since I've been to Holliton Junction. My brother's got a little model of it, you know. Sad kid. Seems to make him happy, but then he does have very low standards. He's probably got a model of you in it, too. Looking surly behind your little counter there. And how can I help you today? I need a return ticket to Euston, please. That shouldn't be a problem, madam. Do you have a senior rail card? I do, actually. Hang on. Oh, here we go. Ah, there's two problems with this, madam. Firstly, this isn't a senior rail card. It's a loyalty card for Barry's Borchester Booze Boutique. And secondly, you're a resident of Ambridge. Yes. Well, that's not a problem, is it? And I'll have that loyalty card back, if you don't mind. One more box of Spanish red and I'll have enough points to buy Real Madrid. Well, residents of Ambridge are not permitted to just leave the village willy-nilly. Oh, don't be ridiculous. People leave Ambridge all the time. Look at Johnny. He's going round the world. Yes, and he's probably never coming back. You're allowed to go if there's a sizable chance you're never going to set foot in the village again. We can't just pop in and out. Look at Matt Crawford. One minute it's Hello Tiger, the next minute he's been backed over by a barmaid and then it's Costa Rica, here we come, and no return. Do you mind? I'm not made of stone. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I mean, I'm not saying you can't go to Euston, you just need to accept that there's a strong chance you'll never come back. But I want to come back, I think. Normally I'd just get Justin to drive me, but today's his day for following Brian round shouting, na-na-na-na-na. So I thought I'd let the train take the strain. And the drinks trolley. Uh, Can I actually get a train to Euston from here? I'm not sure anyone's ever tried, madam, to be honest. Bit like Harry Potter. You have to sort of imagine it, maybe, and then it'll appear. Or not. 
try charging headlong at that wall there, just by the vending machine. No, thank you. I'm not risking a concussion. We're a bit short of GPs as well. Not that anyone's ever ill. It's marvellous, really. The number of octogenarians in the village and everyone's fit as a fiddle. We're like one of those Greek islands where everyone's still scaffolding at 142 years old. Well, if you're not sure about Euston, where can I get a train to? Felpersham. Or Birmingham. Is that it? Well, that's far enough, isn't it? What's London got the Birmingham hasn't? Fewer people from Birmingham? Oh, fair point. But honestly, madam, why do you want to risk it? I mean, people leave Ambridge and get crack habits, develop a short-lived kefir obsession, or learn how to knit seaweed. None of it sounds very appealing. I'd stay put if I were you. Oh, you may have a point. I've gone off the whole idea, really. Plus, the pubs are open. I'll be off. Thanks for your help, darling. No problem, madam. Have a nice day. Honestly, I can't imagine why they want to shut ticket offices down. Um... Now, we're going to do anyway, what the hell is happening Anyway, see you in the sea here. at Bournemouth. Yes. Let's go for a wild swim, Lucy. Oh, God. Please. I want to wear one of those floats with an orange thing on it. <laughs> you know, so I don't get dragged Slept out to, <laughs> to France. Right. Ready? Yeah. Oh, do you remember last week's What the Hell was Happening Here? Nope. What the hell is happening? What the hell is happening here, darling? <laughs> Right, this was last week's. Okay. So, Kate, when you say you're flexible... Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah, I remember. yoga, you wouldn't believe how bendy it makes you. I can get my body into all sorts of positions. <laughs> can you now? Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't mind seeing that. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't. Well, it could be arranged. So... Well, it could be arranged. Yeah. Uh, Toby and Kate. Stephen Bowden obviously has... has uh, Ofs. Responded to your because you said over to you, Stephen. So he's, yep, he's thanks, come up Stephen. with goods. Um, cast your mind back to the halcyon summer of 2015. Charlie Thomas is poking around the blocked culvert. Oh. Rob is winning the single wicket competition by cheating. Phoebe and Josh are setting the clues for the young farmer's treasure hunt around the back roads of Borsetshire, and Kate is feeling oh. some primal urges whenever she sees Toby. Ooh. Kate grabs Toby as her partner for the treasure hunt, leaving Pip to partner Rex. After a resultory few attempts to solve the clues, Pate points out that she knows the hunt is going to end at home farm anyway. So then that's when Toby goes and dumps the rattle powder into the pool. Yeah. And then the rest is history. Yeah. Is that, is that when... That was 2015. Pre-Rosie. Pre-Rosie. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. And how we laughed. Then Pip's granny Heather had a stroke, so we all stopped laughing. Oh. <laughs> God, incredible encyclopedic knowledge. Yes. Oh. Amazing. Uh, and this is this week's. Ready? Yep. Yep. So, uh, now, are you sure I look okay? Oh, yes. Very uh, commanding. Commanding? Hmm. Oh, and, and Neil, I uh, might make a chili later <laughs> on. Oh, really? uh, only if you fancy it. Um. Oh, yeah, that would be uh, <laughs> lovely. Fingers crossed we'll have something to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> right, boy, then. Oh! 
<laughs> well, wow. I that was the first mention of the chili. Netflix and chill at Ambridge View. <laughs> that, so was he going for the manager job? It was either that or he was going for parish chair at the parish council. Oh, uh, right. I Very think. commanding. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been one of the first chili mentions. <laughs> It wasn't exactly subtle, was it? It was brilliant. I might brilliant. Can <laughs> <laughs> you imagine Neil putting his putting his forefinger around the inside of his collar? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I make it extra hot. I know Nail. you like it hot. <laughs> um, yes, oh. good. That was great to hear. Yes. I don't care what it was for. It was just brilliant to yes. hear. I liked it. Um, thank you very much, James, thank as you, James. always. Thank you, Thank you, thank you. Mug coming your way. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. You need to go, don't you? Oh, do you want to just do the scripty? Or shall I do the scripty bit and you go? Cause no, Har- you do the scripty bit. Harriet needs to go and watch The Lionesses. Uh, the Beat Columbia. Because a job depends on it. Uh, yes, it's For complicated reasons. But, but we just yes. need them to win. Yeah. Uh, go th- if we, if, look, if, 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 it, if they go, th- if they win... It's mugs on me, okay? <laughs> Whoever wants a mug, you will get a mug. Don't no, say it's fine. I'm now rocking <laughs> head in the fetal position. No. Um, no. <laughs> they're not going to win, Lucy. No, they are going to win. Of course they're going to win. Of course they're going to win. Okay. Mugs on me, guys. Yes. Okay. By stamping no, no, I'll, on people, I'll, if I'll, nothing I'll, else. Because I want to hear Matt's... Um, hasn't Matt got... Um, oh, yeah, you do the script, and mm. then we'll listen to Matt, and then I'll, then okay. I'll head. Well, let's listen to Matt first. Okay. Because it's it's relevant, and then you go, and then I'll do yeah. the rest of the script. Okay. Bit, okay? Cool. Thanks, Lucy. Okay. Just the tune. <laughs> you had to put the arches in. Yes. How annoying. What this being and I know. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, thank you. That set me up no end. Yes, yeah, so go and win now. And thank then you. you. Get your okay. Job. Hoorah. Oh, brilliant. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, James. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Just go away and watch your all thing. the emailers. Okay, and yes. thanks for. Thanks, Lucy. To That's you too. Right. Thanks for listening. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Cheers, guys. Bye. Right. If you would like to visit patreon.com and look up Ambridge on the Couch, you can support us at any subscription level and we appreciate it very much. Munch, much. This month, your Patreonage money has uh, been spent on a new mic for Jeff, uh, which means that uh, he's been ringing me every now and again from his uh, little office shouting. Can you still hear me when I'm over here? Can you still hear me when I press this button? Can you still... And generally just marvelling at the efficiency of the new microphone. Uh, So the next thing we're saving up for is a little portable studio thing that uh, Jeff found so that I can take it with me when I go to Wales, um, which should improve my sound quality 
there's lovely look you. Um, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, at On Ambridge. Febreze is at Fabulous Febreze. Or you can email us at ambridgeonthecouch at gmail.com. Uh, so that's it. And now I'm going to go. And lots of love to you all. Thank you so much for your patronage, for your writings in, for the nice things that you say. And I hope the weather is nicer there than it is here and that you managed to have a nice sunny Sunday. And uh, thank you so much, Matt, who is on holiday this week. And he very efficiently sent us two tunes um, lined up for while he's away. He's such a star. So thank you, Matt. Have a lovely and very well-deserved Holling day, and uh, we'll play out with match of the day. Bye, and good luck to the lionesses. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.